<laughs> you don't even need legs. Honestly, like, <laughs> Look at your nips. The legs are a little bit of a turn off. <laughs> I wish it was just boobs. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Overreacting Podcast. We are back, and we have not recorded in a long time. Honestly, not since Thanksgiving. This is the first time I've seen you in so long, yeah. and I'm so happy I get to I see know. You. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time because we took the holidays off because, obviously, we were both traveling. If you follow us on Instagram, you know we were both busy. Okay, so... Right before Christmas, so we're like way backtracking now because we recorded a bunch of episodes before the holidays so that we were prepared to go so we didn't you don't miss have, another you don't Monday. You have to tell them our process. No, I'm going to tell them. No, they, don't deserve tell them. they don't deserve to, deserve to, know. to know the truth. <laughs> okay, if they've stuck with us this long through all this shit, they I feel like we know. don't owe them shit because they don't leave reviews and that's just... That's not enough. Oh, shit. You're right. You guys need to start leaving us reviews. or If we're you don't leave reviews, any. we're never sharing anything about our personal lives again. Anyway, so I'm going to give you some personal details. <laughs> so before the holidays, before I left and before me and Gabby didn't see each other for like two months, um, we had a Christmas party at work. I was super excited. This has always been my problem. Yeah. Whenever I get really excited and there's alcohol, oh, I just start want, drinking. I just want to drink and yeah. drink and drink. And it started off at first because I was super nervous and I was really stressed because... Dylan is great. I love him, sure. but he's so <laughs> like, sure, sure. <laughs> but he's so laid back. When I'm stressed, mm-hmm, yeah. sometimes it makes me like more stressed because I'm but like, why it, don't you care? Why aren't you stressed for this too? Something that John has told me too is like, if I'm super stressed, he tries to be chill. That way, it like balances yeah. me out. I'm like, you're making oh. me more stressed because I have to be stressed for the both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. I'm like, this feels like you don't think it's real, and I freak out. So I was like, kind of on edge because Dylan was like, it's gonna be fine. Like you have friends at work, right? So I was just like stressed about introducing to Dylan and introducing Dylan to everyone, and like drinking with my work friends yeah okay so because then you have to make conversation like you have to make sure you're talking to them but also that he's talking to them and like it's cool great yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. that everyone accepts him uh-huh. and, yeah and i'm like still in the process of like being accepted. yeah because you're new yeah, like to work right. yeah exactly so so anyways i was just stressed about it i get there and everyone was like super friendly of course like mm-hmm. i would expect nothing less but they're all super friendly and i was like okay i need you're like drink. i have to be super nice because i know everyone's <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> You're I like, everyone's super nice, bitch. okay? Everyone's super nice. I love everyone at work. I love my job. 10 out of 10, I'd recommend. <laughs> so I didn't realize, I just thought like, okay, it's going to be an open bar. Like, I'm going to go up and me and Dylan are going to just take like two tequila shots right off the bat and I'm going to feel yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. No, it's only wine and beer. So like we Same. get up there and I grabbed a glass of wine. I drank it in like three minutes. And then I was like, Dylan, I'm getting another one. Like, let's keep going. He was driving. So he was like, chill. So anyways, I ended up getting really drunk and, um... Which I'm going to talk about this in later episodes when we talk about anxiety and stuff. But the cafeteria situation at work has been something that's like, (laughs) God, I hate this. (laughs) Something that's stressful for me. I'm not even going to get into it. But basically, I brought it up to like every person that I'm like remotely that I'm remotely friends with. I was like, Like dude, you know what sucks about work? (laughs) The fucking cafeteria. Who do I sit with? I brought it up to like. Were they all like, oh my god, Hannah, you can sit next to us? Like a couple people were like, no, yeah, I agree. It's like a weird situation. Mm -hmm. It's like kind of awkward. There's like group chats that exist and stuff of people that sit together. Whatever. They were like, no, yeah, on my side. And some people were like, no, you could totally sit with us and. It was like everyone was so nice about it, but I'm just like embarrassed that I even brought it up. I was like, you're the coolest person ever. <laughs> like that drunk bitch that's like going around like, oh my God. Like, do you know like it? <laughs> <laughs> what, are you afraid of the alligator to steal your job? <laughs> it's like, you know what I like trying to suck up to you? Like, I just really like you. <laughs> so genuine yeah no that was yeah pretty oh, much so I got pretty you should drunk. quit yeah they i know you. <laughs> so i like told like multiple people like i'm just gonna sit with you and stuff and i don't even like it's like do you want to be my friend honestly remember it all because yeah. like i didn't like black out but i like browned so, wait, out the details so wine or beer Which it was all wine all night oh, until the end of the night they had it. so it was really funny the seltzer that they had was like um like natterdays Oh, and like, uh, don't you love Natter no, they, they didn't have Natter Days. I do love Natter Days. Yeah. I'm like punching you. They had, um, <laughs> <Beat me up. laughs> they had 
like Natty Seltzers. Like, what are the flavors? Like, um, Aloha Beaches. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. what we had. I was like, why can't I remember this name? So that's what they had also, and then they had beer and wine. And uh-huh. I was just drinking, like, Prosecco, I think, all night. So I got, like, pretty drunk. I ended up, like, actually, it was, like, really fun. I just remember it as being a great time, but I dropped my phone. I broke it. Shattered to pieces the next Honestly, day. Honestly, it was a bad time. No, yeah, I was kind of thankful you have like the double camera now or yeah yeah and wow a that's new really microphone gonna, that's really good <laughs> that's really gonna up our quality and yeah. get us more ratings more reviews more subscribers <laughs> if you're wondering why our voices sound crispy clear it's because i got too fucked up at a christmas party what's wow. up <laughs> um but it was really that. fun i we like went around to like a couple bars afterwards too and it was a good time um did you do anything like super embarrassing other than like make yourself super pathetic <laughs> I like personally don't feel like there's much more embarrassing than that. Like you didn't try to make out with like your boss. Oh my god, no. <laughs> okay, that's my boring. My bosses then. are all women. I don't <laughs> usually like lean that way. I think I just like another thing is I was like introducing Dylan to people like, oh my god, this is so and so. They're so great. Like uh, I just don't you're like that a I was suck like, up. I'm like. Well, I don't know if I... Okay, I guys, uh, Hannah's work friends, if you're listening, let us know. I'm sorry that I kissed your ass so hard. I'm trying to, like, <laughs> dig myself out. <laughs> no, I just, like, don't... I just don't like that I came off as that person. You just want to be that, yeah. And it's fine, though. I mean, it But it's it like happens. we've all been there when we're drunk. We, like... I'm usually always We, like, kiss our bosses there. and, like, do things that we weren't supposed to. We, like, oh, kiss God, our HR's bo- listening, probably. <laughs> hey, sorry, I didn't mean it. <laughs> Would like to say, Gabby told me before we recorded that she told her HR person about our podcast. I love that She for asked, us. she asked. Love you, girl. No, Gabby okay. was like, hey, I have a podcast for you to listen to. I'm like, you should really check out Overreacting. Okay, anyways. So, I'm going to tell you guys about my christmas trip so basically john and i traveled across the world because we're so cool like to all the way to arizona oh my god we're so talented and like travelers from north carolina to arizona yeah dude that's unreal. we're like super intense yeah has we're anyone just, made that you never never we're Columbus, the first but like the, the good ones <laughs> <laughs> we're basically Columbus. all right except we didn't kill a bunch of people. okay anyway so <laughs> okay so basically on new year's eve you guys know my issue with, like, cold sores. I think I've talked about it a lot. John and I were in Arizona. We were going to celebrate New Year's Eve. We were planning on, like, making out on top of this RV. Anyways, it didn't happen. Making because, out on top of an RV? Yeah, like, to start our year. So, oh, oh yeah, like, something fun, fresh for us. Um, So then, <laughs> <laughs> so then um, I woke up on New Year's Eve, and I, thought, I had a cold sore. Then, and I was like, okay, great. We're not kissing tonight. That's fine. Like, I don't need that in my life, you know? Like, let's okay. keep it PG. Wait, so you didn't make out on No, we yet? didn't do anything because oh. I had a cold sore. But on you my guys life. planned it. You were like, we we're going to drive yeah. to Arizona. We're going to sit we're, on top of the We RV. literally drove to Arizona just to make out on top of an RV, and it didn't oh, happen yet. Keep super it spicy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, who cares about the hiking? We don't care about that. Who cares about the sights? <laughs> the sights, the yeah, traveling. The beauty, whatever. New experiences. Yeah, Not yeah. into that at all. We just wanted to make out on top of this RV. All about that tongue action. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so soon we'll be doing an episode on kissing, so stay tuned, guys. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so we went. I got a cold sore. super sad. We didn't get to kiss at midnight. Then the next day I wake up. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be positive. Like, who cares about this cold sore? Literally, we get to our next destination, like Nebraska or whatever. And it was, no, it was Texas. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we get to Texas and I have a giant ass cold sore. I want to post these pictures on our story. Actually, is that okay? Yeah, I mean they're so don't ugly. Don't unfollow us. I'm so ugly, but I want you guys to see like what I actually look like with my true self. The trauma she went through. Guys, I took selfies every single day trying to like see the progression the of my progress. Culture. Yeah, the progress pics. Yeah, I really do. I'm like, ooh, it's growing. Gains, culture gains. <laughs> gains with a Z. All right. So then, um, I went. Yeah, whatever. Went. I don't know where I went. But anyways. Where did you go? You oh, you're talking about your travels, yeah, back. yeah. So then, um, I had a big cold sore. It stayed on my freaking face for literally 15 days. It was huge, Ew. yellow, scabby. Everyone at work was like, "That looks infected. Like that's not right." Everyone in your office. It was that. one person. <laughs> he doesn't. It was one person. He doesn't work at my office. Yeah, HR. You can guess who it was. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Come on, you got this. Sue them for me. But anyway, so. Yeah, everyone looked at it and was like, oh, yeah, I didn't want to say anything, but it looks really bad. I'm like, I got it. Thank you. So that's all that happened. John and I didn't kiss for a long time, but we finally had our first kiss in 2020, like two days ago, and it was really nice. Two days ago? Literally two days ago, yeah. All right, let's move on, girlies and boilies. Okay, we have a really exciting episode. Ah! Maybe, perhaps, she's been laughing really quietly and really far away from the... 
super high-tech microphone. <laughs> Guys, you're not even but expecting this at all because this is like a brand new topic. We I'm have so a pumped. guest. Ah! It's Gabby's friend who got my me. friend from Illinois. Married over the summer. Here to talk to us about being in an open marriage. Welcome, Dolly. <laughs> Hi. We're not going to use her real name to preserve her what identity. What the fuck? Wait, your name's not Dolly, bitch? You've been lying to me this whole time. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Oh, fuck. But anyway, okay, so since I'm, like, new to this, just explain it's for me and for all of your, all of our followers. They're not your followers. You have zero followers. Yeah, you just yeah. to be clear, This is all about us. You're, you're on Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> no one cares about Oklahoma. Okay, so, Yeah. Um, just to explain to us, so you're married, but you mm-hmm. obviously have a very different relationship than both of us, like, have. So just explain your marriage. How long have you been married? Yeah. So, yeah, I've been married a couple of months, and we have been open, and recent, more recently, we've kind of defined it as just being ethically non-monogamous. Oh, ethically. Yeah. I like that. Those are some big-ass words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't come up with them. Let me fucking tell did you. Did they teach you those words in Oklahoma? They did in Oklahoma. <laughs> I was actually talking to my cow friend the other day, and he was like, hey, you know, I know you've been saying open, but I know what you really mean is ethically non-monogamous. <laughs> and he was like, no And offense. then it was like, there's a couple of moves in between there, but like, like, I no. sliced it out. <laughs> and no offense, but you sound like an idiot when you say open. Open. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. You dumb bitch. <laughs> I'm like, I try to talk about the con, I'm like, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've been doing it a little over a year. Um, so we started doing it before we were married. Okay. How long did you date before you got married? Uh, a couple of years. Okay, and you were completely closed while you dated? Yeah, we were completely closed, but to be clear, I think it might have been a little bit different than what other people would have done. Like, uh, okay. We, I think it comes back to like the idea of cheating for us and the idea of cheating has always been since the beginning of our relationship dishonesty. So like if I went out and I made out with someone like that wasn't a big deal. Nobody cared. As long as you told him. As long as I told him or as long as I was like, hey, I'm going out tonight. I'm going to get super drunk and it may, you know, I'm I'm open to whatever, but I'm coming home to you. And like for the first couple years of our relationship, that was always the agreement was like, as long as I come home to you, it doesn't matter. How did you have that initial conversation? Yeah. How did that start? Um, so before I dated, started dating my husband, I was dating someone and we were open. And so, like, that relationship came out of a place that was really negative because there was a lot of moments where I had physical needs and that partner couldn't meet them. And so... Like, couldn't... Like, he literally... couldn't or yeah. he, like, wouldn't? I'd say wouldn't is the better word. Okay. Um, yeah. Sounds like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would hate him. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's crazy. That's wild. Wait, what do you mean? Okay, like, do you mean, like, he didn't have a dick? No. No, he had a dick. (laughs) To be clear, like, I'm really open to what I'm attracted to, but, like, that specific person identified as um, a male, and we didn't, I didn't meet the needs that he needed to be physical with me in a relationship. Okay. And so we decided not we decided a little bit after a couple of events and a couple of things and after a couple conversations about like my body and like what he was looking for and what he would be interested in we decided to pursue potentially an open option so that I could have my physical needs met because I like having sex so you guys like were okay so he (laughs) he felt like you weren't meeting his needs in order to like for him to have sex with you and you needed to have sex so and he wouldn't do it with you basically so then you had to go find like other options pretty much basically okay, okay. yeah yeah so that was that was a big part of the premise of that and so we decided to open our relationship but it came from a really negative place yeah right because he's like making you feel terrible bad. well i felt really insecure and i wasn't what was having... he saying like you don't have like a I giant they, tits like giant fake no tits. i think if your boobs were bigger we could fuck <laughs> yeah but like get a boob job and i'll like fuck nothing. the shit out of you <laughs> my giant ass boobs and also have right like now. copy and paste my your boobs are already onto you then maybe i could get into that yeah. your boobs are already like tripled c so like yeah. what does he want like, yeah. yeah no like, like double s like z's double z's 
Oh my god, all the way through the alphabet. Yeah, he didn't know they made those sizes until he met me, and he's like, but not big enough. He's like, no, no, yeah, I gotta get a little more, and then I'll have sex with you. He's like, I want you to be 95% boob, (laughs) and like 5% person. That honestly seems pretty average to me, yeah. Like, that sounds right, right? I was was 95% boob. That's what I am. He's like, I want them to drag as you walk. Just use them to walk. Yeah. Your Your whole, like, top half is just you don't even need legs. Honestly, like, well, got your nips. The legs are a little bit of a turn off. <laughs> Wish it was just boobs. No, it was a, it was a, it was an attitude. Mostly, it was an attitude thing, like an attitude in the bedroom, but also like a physical fitness and like a dominating type personality. And while that he wanted from you. Yeah, okay. and while, like, oh, that's I who I am, I think, more so on a day-to-day, yeah. um, in a relationship, I tend to be a lot more vulnerable, yes. and I save that type of vulnerability for, for, a, relationship. for a romantic relationship, yeah. so mm. when we met, he didn't see that version of me, and because that's not the version I think I portray on a day-to-day Daily basis, basis yeah. but it's... It is when I'm, it, I really save that vulnerability part of me for a relationship. And sometimes that goes into my sexual relationship. And that was something that wasn't as attractive. So it, so then he, since you were so like assertive in your person, like your day-to-day life, then he expected you to be that way. Like I'm nodding. Like, like, put him in the corner and spank him before you right. fucked or while you were fucking. <laughs> I mean, like there are definitely, like, I don't want to get into details and like put that out there, but there were definitely some elements that were pushing me into an area where I hadn't been before okay and not necessarily I don't want to say it's like out of my comfort zone because I think the biggest Nothing for me is. when I'm like <laughs> kind of when I'm exploring you're like we're talking about open relationships you're just like I don't want to say it's out of my comfort zone <laughs> like, I, I, I haven't had like a ton of experience sexually mm-hmm. and I think that's like been the biggest part of it and other things is like really being open to what that looks like with different people so with him like he suggested it and I thought maybe this is a meet between because there is an there's an emotional chemistry that has toxic elements to it and maybe if I had my physical needs met elsewhere that would be positive and while we were doing that open thing like you would balance it out you think yeah like that was that was the potential option of it and while we were doing that open thing I met the man who's now my husband and he met my needs like both emotionally and physically okay so so you met your husband while you were in an open situation with your ex yeah Okay, okay and to be clear it was like an it was we suggested doing the open thing, and I remember there was a conversation we had where he was like, do you still want to call each other boyfriend and girlfriend? And I said, well, you're welcome to call me whatever you want, but I'm not going to call you my boyfriend anymore because I was really emotionally checked out, and I didn't confront that this the way that I should have. your husband? No. my With your ex? My ex. Oh, Because okay. gotcha. he was like, he was like, do you want to still be together and I said well we can do the open thing but like I'm not going to call you my significant other anymore and so it was because you weren't even getting anything out of it at that point right because if your sexual needs weren't being met and then you already felt more there, emotionally connected was with a, someone else there was an emotional tie that was hard to walk away from because you had history together there was history for yeah, sure and it was like <clears throat> sounds like he was a little manipulative like, yeah, no, it was definitely like there were there was there was a lot of pushing to me to my limit and like the other episode you had with Mac where like you were talking about that like toxic relationship mm-hmm. of having yeah. like that intense pull to someone yeah. but you know it doesn't work. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's it was one of had. it was one of those moments where it was oh. like the rational part of my brain was like this is what the right. fuck yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. And then the emotional part of my brain was like, there's certain You're ways so that I... You're just so drawn to this person. Totally. Yeah, there's yeah. certain like feelings I feel or ways I feel with this person that I can't walk away from. Right. Yeah. And like, so after that, like I met, I, I met the man who's now my husband and we kind of did things forever for a while. Um, so he walked into your relationship like knowing that you were already in this mindset. It's not like you guys were completely close off to it and then you brought it up later no I said that I was it, it wasn't as open as I I wish it would have been mm-hmm. it was I'm not I'm seeing people whatever and like to also go back in time like the idea of being ethically non-monogamous and the idea of what the rules were were open were like something I had never I hadn't read literature on it I hadn't listened to anything right. I hadn't it was just kind of a thought process that I personally had where I said 
cheating is a line you define and it's what's okay with you and whatever person or people that you're with. And so that was kind of always a thought process for me, but I had never thought about like other people probably think this too. Like I was just like, oh, this is kind of just like a me thing. And so when I met, when I started seeing the person, my husband now, I went in and I told him, I said, hey, I'm kind of dating around, whatever. But that doesn't sound weird, right? Like, lots of people date around. You'll go on lots yeah, of dates yeah. at the same time. Right. right. And yeah. so that was kind of the place that I was in. But, like, he didn't know quite the seriousness of my previous relationship. Like, before I met the guy, my ex, before my husband, I had, like, a couple of, like, personal things that happened that made me feel really physically, un- like not desired and yeah. physically unattractive and Even though I would like the record to show she's fucking hot. I would just <laughs> show you guys her face. Her body, all of it. Yeah. We'll just show you her body. Nude photos to be posted. <laughs> yeah, like college was fucking hard. Like yeah. everybody has that moment where like and for me, like right before I met my ex, I was going through like a really difficult personal time where like I didn't feel physically attractive and like I felt like all through high school and whatever, like a lot of where I was at was like, oh, like I'm pretty enough, but it's my personality that I feel like people are attracted to. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I feel the same way. That's why I'm not for you. I feel the same way. For She's me. like, I feel yeah. the same way for you. Yeah, your personality. Because you know me so well. Your personality is ten out of ten. Yeah. The rest of it, yeah. Your, fuck, the rest like, of it's like zero. Your ex is right, but I just don't want to say that out loud. I'm glad you no. said it though. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Jesus Let the God. record show that's what the body language is saying. <laughs> but no. So, like, I think part of my relationship with my ex is that I connected him with him on a really, like, emotional level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, like, he likes the person that I am. And where I had always been kind of insecure was with my physical. physical. Yeah. And so that was, like a draw because I was like, he sees me, like he notices the little things, like he really appreciates certain parts of my personality that other people haven't. And then when I met my husband, like he liked both. All of you. Yeah. And that was some goosebumps. Yeah. That was something that it was like different and new. And like, I didn't realize I needed. Was that the first time that someone that you felt like someone liked all of you? No, I, I, I dated somebody in high school and I dated somebody most of college, the majority of college. Mm -hmm. And there were moments that it didn't, it wasn't right. There was, you know, maybe it was a personality thing or we weren't grown up enough or the circumstances of whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there are multiple moments and this led to my later decision to be open was like, there are multiple people unquestionably that I loved in my life. And I feel like loved me back, but for whatever circumstance or whatever reason or, Whatever, it didn't work out. And I think that really played into my decision because I unquestionably think there are multiple people in my life that we cared and and loved one another. And maybe it wasn't right or maybe we weren't the right people for each other, but I appreciated the person that they were. And I think they appreciated the person I was. That's something that I didn't want to give up for marriage. I mean, growing up in the Midwest... It's like, crazy. It's not a thing. No. no. Like, just, like, you hear about celebrities or you hear about, like, these high-profile people that are, like, living that lifestyle. But you never, like, hear yeah. or meet people that are actually doing it. So, no matter how interested you are in that life, you, like, first you of all, don't know You wouldn't think to pursue gonna, that. Right. No, no, ever. Like, be, that's not even an option. Like, if who you in the Midwest up, is yeah. going to be okay with it? Like, and I think this has been something for me, too, where, like... People will say, hey, I'm Polly, or hey, I'm open, mm-hmm. and but it's not sexual. Oh my god, when you said Polly, I thought you meant the name, like Polly Dolly. Hey, yeah. Polly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm Polly. I was like, where it's is my, she going? Yeah, it's my other friend. I I'm only like, have... no, your name is Dolly. I'm, I'm, I'm only friends with people whose names rhyme with mine. <laughs> um, they'll be like, hey, my name's Gabby, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to call you Polly now, because like that rhymes with my name. <laughs> it's way easier for me It's to way remember. easier. I feel like I'm super self-absorbed. I like yeah. need it to rhyme. I don't have the emotional capacity. Hannah, you're out of this picture. I have 17 boyfriends, so I can't remember your (laughs) name. The 26 people that I fucked in the last month. Like, honestly, it's one a day. Sometimes two, but... No, stop. Did you not know there's, like, 31 days in a month? Oh, uh, are you no. not smart enough? No, I can't get... <laughs> I'm not hot enough to get laid all 31. No, so okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta be 26. <laughs> My personality doesn't always win them over. Yeah, like, sometimes they're like, you're a cynical bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're like too fucking real for me. Pull that back. Like, just be hot and don't talk. I mean, you do have to take some time for like self care. Yeah, like, your four days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's one day. That's one day a week. So that's great. Oh, I get fucked every really... other day. Okay, so tell me about the beginning of this relationship. Like when your boyfriend and girlfriend, and like, mm-hmm. did you just tell him like, hey, I'm gonna go out. Sometimes I like make out with dudes when I'm drunk like I usually make out with women when I'm drunk so let's first start with that (laughs) okay sometimes I make out with chicks when I'm drunk like are you okay with that or how did you like how did you address it initially um I think the first conversation I think we had about it was when we had first started dating and I said like what do you think is cheating because that's that's really big for me is like I want to have positive conversations with the people that I'm seeing and I want them to be candid honest but not be I tend to be a little bit more objective and not super emotional in my conversations. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, I want to know about you. Like, what are your thoughts on cheating? Mm-hmm. And so they were like, well, I think it's like when you're not being honest with your partner. And I was like, no, I completely agree. Like, okay, so not just like the physical act, but just like lying to your yeah, partner. Yeah, the line cheating. is different. My opinion is the line is different for every yeah. every couple. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's important to have that candid conversation. So for me, I didn't necessarily say, if you do this, it bothers me. And so like at first I was just like, no, I think it's about like I want to be an individual first. No matter where our relationship is or what it escalates to or if we live together, or if we make, get married, if we whatever, it's all based on what where I'm personally emotionally at that time and what my individual boundaries are and for me at that time I was like I would really feel uncomfortable if you slept with someone or if you had like a deep emotional connection and he was when you first started dating "Mm -hmm." yeah and he said yeah that's the you know I can get on board with that and to be clear my husband is not I tend to be the type of person that really wants to talk about everything and I want to section it out and I want to understand the bounds and I want to find the she edges. She a chapter of contents and a <laughs> thorough research report. Yeah, I do, I do. Whereas he's a lot more emotionally driven and he's given me a lot of leeway to kind of explore what I want both like emotionally and physically. And so he's emotionally but not talking about it? Is that what you mean? Like, yeah, do you mean like that's logical where he like needs to know the exact boundaries? No, he doesn't. So yeah, exactly. I'm very, I'm very like, I'm very logical. I want to like I'm gonna ask like you every want to question. know the guidelines and I like want, what's allowed what's not allowed and like how yes to, exactly like, I want to understand okay. what and this extends past him with any partner I'm with I want to understand what their boundaries are and what makes mm-hmm. them comfortable and what makes them uncomfortable because I want to stay in that because I want to respect them as an right. individual yeah. and as a person which is important in any relationship honestly yeah, when I you're think... pursuing like a long-term commitment like marriage yeah. you should figure out what you both agree on like how you see your relationship or any relationship totally. that matter, no. yeah before you even like think about settling down and honestly I think that's like a good point that a lot of people don't have that kind of re- like conversation mm-hmm. at the beginning of their relationship where they're like let's push like the like, norms let's see a what little happens. bit like let's push yeah. boundaries a little bit let's see what we're comfortable with like right. a lot of people don't do that yeah I, I wanted to define the gray and obviously you can't always define the gray that's in right. the black and white but it was a but you can like get and some I shades know where, out of it yeah, I yeah. didn't know where I was either. But right. I like what was important for me was being with a partner that understood that the gray existed and mm-hmm. that that was an an area that always needed to be navigated. Mm-hmm. And so I think like we had that conversation and I mean I was really intensely smitten with my husband when I met him mm-hmm. and it was I mean like I remember saying like we communicate so well we're like together so well like physically it's so good emotionally it's so good Mm -hmm. and at that time like I wasn't seeking anything else and I wasn't interested in anything else and I want to be clear later when it changed it wasn't that I was like oh something's missing it it became I remember a year before we got married before we got engaged even I remember I met someone when we went out and I said I really I met someone that I feel like I connected with and I really want the opportunity to explore that I don't know if it's going to be physical I don't know if it's going to be emotional but I want the opportunity to know as an individual if I connect with this person that he was like no you should like you should find out what that connection is oh my god with my ex it came from a it came from a I was missing a need and I wanted to meet someone that would fill that need so that I could have the emotional and the physical need left met Mm -hmm. whereas later when I reconsidered it with my husband it was a who wasn't my husband at the time it was a I want to live a life that doesn't have 
Like restrictions? Restrictions yeah, or yeah, bounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I want to live a life where I respect your needs and you respect my needs, but I don't want there to be I don't want whatever his needs are to create hard lines for me. Like I have my personal boundaries and he has his personal boundaries mm-hmm. and we don't want to break those for each other because we've we've articulated them to one another, but I'm, I don't want there to be like a, you can't do this rule or right. he can't do this rule. It's right. a, Hey, I feel yeah. uncomfortable with the idea of casual sex. I feel uncomfortable about the idea of having sex with people I don't know as well right. without protection. Right. And that comes from a place of like, I want to personally protect myself. It's my choice. Like what they do outside of when they're with me is completely their choice. Mm-hmm. But for me, this is something I personally want. And so that was kind of the beginning of the time where I was like, he, we had talked about like how I was seeing other people, but everybody does that when they first start dating. Like they yeah, may be like right until you're like agreeing to be monogamous and like in a serious relationship. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, and I met this person out, and it was like I remember like I talked to him and like we hung out and like we bought each other drinks. And at the end of the night, he was like, "Can I get your number?" And I was like, "No, you can't get my number." Um, oh, but if damn. we, but if we ever run into each other again, it's like serendipity, you know, like, yeah, 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 right. Like if you run into me again and we meet each other again, it's, we yeah, have to spend to more be. time together. Right. Like, which was me just being like, oh fuck, I haven't fully explored what would happen right. if it was next step with the relationship that I'm in. And he found me on Instagram. He messaged me and he was like, oh, you're in a relationship. And I was like, yeah. I am, and I was like, but the reason I said that to you cause, was because I wasn't, I wasn't sure where to go, but I promise it's totally cool. Like, you're welcome to talk to my partner. When I first talked to my husband, I think he was really apprehensive, but not apprehensive for me. He said, you know, if that's something you want to explore, I'm happy to let you explore that. Like, I think you should. I think it's important. I think us as individuals is important for, for me. I need an in-depth emotional connection with someone to be interested in exploring that. I was really content my relationship and I was really happy with my relationship, but it was about not closing the door to potential emotions or or physical attractions to exist. Okay, I have a couple questions now that like hurt me to ask. Yeah. Did you feel like one of the things that triggered you to get to know him was you were like, oh my God, this guy might be even better than my significant other if I got to know him oh, to this yeah, level? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, like if I got to explore that. Not with that person. Okay. Not with that person? Okay. No. I think with that person, it came from, I think I'm in a situation currently right now where I'm having a little bit of a, I could live a life with that person or I could live a life with my husband. And oh, okay. I really want to have both and I question is that selfish but in that moment back then yeah. no it was just like a, an innate connection to someone okay. and I wanted to be able to explore that and it might turn into nothing or it might turn into something or it might whatever but I didn't want the fact that I was in a relationship to close the door like I wanted the opportunity to be able to explore what my personal and physical and emotional desires were okay so when you were deciding whether or not to bring this up to your now Mm -hmm. husband were you thinking this person that I'm out is so worth it that like I'm gonna bring this up to him and it could potentially end things with him no I didn't think that at all so you wanted to stay with your husband your boyfriend back then no matter what like whether or not I I had no desire to leave him it was more conversation of like should I think this is this is something I personally feel and I'm interested in exploring. Is that something you'd be comfortable with me exploring? And with that, I'm comfortable with you exploring it too if you're ever in this situation. Okay, so why did you want to get engaged and then get married? Like, instead of just being in a relationship long term. I was really hesitant and he really wanted to do it. Why did he want to do it, do you think? Uh, because we grew up in the Midwest and that's what happens. That's next steps. You've been right, dating for two right. years. Like you're this age, get married. Right. Yeah. And that's, totally. that's the kind of thing with monogamous relationships, right? Is that there's an escalation path mm-hmm. and it was, that was all I'd ever known. So it's like, okay, well we've been dating for a while. We've been living together. It's really good. Our friend groups get along. You've mm-hmm. met my family. You've met mine. What's the next escalation step? And that's what's expected. And that's what's, you know, it it wasn't just an expectation thing, but it was like, oh, that's what I always, like, when I was five years old, that's what I always thought Because that's what you envisioned for your future. Yeah. yeah, and so... Right, and you, like, Gabby, talking to you, you also had recently gotten married, so mm-hmm. it was, like, 
a lot of your childhood friends probably were getting married around that time too. It's like a culture thing. It like is at this point in your life. It was an expectation this. by by society, and so like it was something. Yeah, I was totally interested in. And looking back, are there moments where I was like, mm, maybe this lifestyle would be easier if I wasn't married? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a. But do I regret legally? which is what I see marriage as, to be clear, legally tying myself to a person that I really care for and like. Do I see that love? as a negative? Do you mean love? I do love him. <laughs> but she likes him, which is more important. Oh, my bad. I like my husband. Like, he's the kind of person I want to make decisions with. He's the kind of person I want to sit down and have a conversation with. And he's the kind of person that I know that, like, any difficult conversation to have we can have it together and we can come out the other side and not dislike each other because it's not always fully emotionally driven. And while there's emotions that go into it and Mm -hmm. are part of it, Mm -hmm. I know that I can have a rational conversation with him as well. I think that's something that like I've talked to people about lately where it's like, when I used to think about marriage, I thought of this like fairy tale thing, right? Where it's like, we're so in love. Like we're so in love and that's what drives your desire to like get married and to be married. Mm -hmm. But now that I am married, I mean, it's only been a year and a half, but it's like, what really is important to me is the day to day. Yeah. It's like, I love living with you. I love Mm -hmm. cleaning with you. I love going out to eat with you. I love like, yeah. I love that we get along. I love that we love the same things. I love that we have the same hobbies. Like, that is what's so important to me versus, like, oh, my God, like, when I see you, I'm just so in love. Like, you're so hot. And that's, like, that's not what's important to me anymore because I'm with this person for life. Like, at least, obviously, for life, for now, you know? And it's, like, At least for life. At least for now, for life. And I think that's a great thing, like, to talk about is, like, when me and my husband got married, we always said, I want to be with you for as long as we work together we love each other and we care for each other and maybe our relationship at some point de-escalates and that's okay Mm -hmm. right and do you think that has to do with like your the way you see things is more logical versus like someone who's way more emotional and I think that makes that conversation easier for me is Mm -hmm. because I think my husband is a way more emotionally driven person whereas I tend to each other out yes and I really appreciate that because sometimes I forget about the emotions and like that's something like even in my work environment and whatever in the last couple of years I feel like I've grown immensely because like you can't forget that people are important people aren't machines that you can walk in and you can plug in right Right. and I feel like I grew up in an environment where I got plugged in every day sometimes Mm -hmm. and so it's learning that balance and I really appreciate this lifestyle because it allows me to explore that emotional part of myself that I tended to think oh well this is easy this is convenient this is what works and so like right I'm really exploring no I have desires and I'm allowed to explore those I get to have my own things I have my own friends I'm gonna travel with my friends you're gonna travel with your friends we don't like and I think that's a societal norm that's normal in the midwest is like as soon as you become monogamous with one another we share these hobbies we share these things we wear and whatever like you are it like you are everything to me and, and then, you don't like, have people, to be yeah, and that's not right. negative and then yeah. people might look down on you if you're like traveling without your significant other like yeah. this is actually they think that something's wrong i know it, it's yeah. like, even if you're not exploring like an open relationship or yeah. ethically non-monogamous yeah. whatever it is like these are really good talking points still because it's like you're right. talking about being open with communication you're talking about Respecting each other's boundaries. You're talking about like being able to be individual still after you're oh, married. I feel so strongly about that. Mm-hmm. Like keeping yeah. that. Like yeah. I'm planning like three trips over the summer without Dylan. And I think that's like another thing that comes with like the military lifestyle is he can't always be around. Like we do distance yeah. a lot. And so I have I to be feel like, yeah. like in the worst case scenario, like you die in a tragic accident or whatever. I don't want to feel like all my fulfillment is embedded in my relationship with you. When I got married, like, it came from a place of, like, that's where I was at that moment in time. And I'm not, I don't want to be one of those people that's like, I'm super flaky or I'm whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, I want this to be a relationship for as long as we both feel good about it. Like, I never want you to feel like you have to be with me. Just because you said that you were going to be married to me 20 years ago. It's not a, it's not a, like, time changes with things. And, like, it's not a, it's not a permanent promise. I have multiple questions. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So you just said it. it's not a permanent promise. So when you guys decided to get married, you guys decided with the context that this might not be forever. Like we are completely open to every relationship changing, including ours. Correct. Like yeah. you want to be able to like pursue things without being like, I can't because I'm married. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If I want to talk to someone at a bar or if I want to meet someone on a dating app or... You don't want I'm... marriage to be a negative thing. No. Or you're like, I, I still do this yeah. because I'm married. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That makes exactly. sense. I mean, it's just like hard or to... Or like... my husband says I can't do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. When you look at monogamous relationships, sometimes so... it is that for No, some but that's people. what I'm saying though. Like people are like, I can't do this, but I'm still going to do it and I'm going to fuck up my entire marriage. Because yeah. people do that because it's not an agreement. Because it's yeah. not an agreement. That it's not a full-blown conversation where you've explored each yeah. other's yeah. boundaries. Oh, no, yeah. People cheat a lot. And, and it's like... Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, like, really something you would never think because there's, like, this norm for what cheating is. And so, so many people wouldn't be like, what do you consider cheating? And then you have girls that are getting mad from, like, anything. From him liking Instagram pictures or yeah. him watching porn. Yeah. Or him... Like, there's all these different triggers and you never know what it's going to be for a person. And so you I, have, should have that conversation. Yeah, I, so I'm saying like, I've never thought about that, but I absolutely, like me and Dylan have literally never even had that conversation. What cheating is? About what cheating would be to us. No, never. We definitely have, but I have never thought about it in the way that you said it, where it's like cheating is dishonesty. Like I've never thought about it. Cause I'm always like, okay, what's cheating? Is kissing cheating? Is this cheating? Like is holding hands cheating? If you're talking to someone, you're not telling me, is that cheating? But like, I never thought it. In the way I that think, you said it, and I really, really well. Like and if that. you think about like, think about cheating and not the, not in a relationship, you cheat on a test or you cheat on whatever. Yeah. Like, what is it? It's dishonesty. Dishonesty. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I it's really not being, like that. It's not being true about yeah. like because it's like if your husband's lying to you, and it doesn't have to be about another girl or about another yeah. guy. Or the whatever, nice, I think the nice thing about cheating. that is it's like it. it it's gives for every you, person, and it gives you a solid line. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like if you say kissing someone else is cheating, and then you're like. Okay, I got super trash one night and yeah. I don't remember and like I would have never done this there are no feelings there but like I hadn't seen you in like 4 weeks yeah. and like this friend from high school that we like always had this banter and we never explored it we kissed whatever yeah. banter I <laughs> I watched too much Love Island <laughs> But anyway <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's important like for me at least personally like and that's a conversation I had with a partner recently where I I did something mm-hmm. that made them uncomfortable and it's really important to me to be able to talk to them about it and to have a, a candid conversation without it turning really aggressive or turning really whatever. And I think the conversation was, hey, I did something and they told me, hey, like, it made me feel really bad. And I said, you know, I don't want to make you feel bad. Like, that's not the intention. Yeah. And, like, you know, there's intention and there's what happens and, you know, you have to splice that that stuff out. But I think the conversation for me was, I really care about this partner. Like, I really, I really want to respect what your boundaries are. Right. And so I asked, like, 20 questions. And I didn't mean that to be, like, I'm trying to force you into an uncomfortable place. But it was a, I want to fully understand what the limits of what you're comfortable like your are because I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want to cross your boundary. Like as long as, and that's the thing about boundaries too. Like there is, if I were to tell my husband, like, I don't want you to sleep with anybody without a condom. Like, yeah, that's not something that I feel is okay for me to say. If he wants to sleep with someone without a condom and he feels like he's had a relationship with them and they've become close enough that he feels trustworthy in that situation, that's his choice. That's not my choice. But what is my choice is whether or not he uses a condom with me. So, okay, yeah, so if he does that, do you because that's my to tell personal, you about it? Right, yeah, I was going to say. So is it is it an agreement that you're like, I can't tell him he has to use a condom, but if he doesn't, does he have to tell you? Does he have so, to tell like, you I think it, like, it's, it's both. So I say, hey, I'm totally comfortable with sleeping with you without, sleeping with you without a condom because I understand that you're not sleeping with anybody else without a condom. Yeah. If that changes... Then you have to tell me. Then you have to tell me. I don't need to know the details. I don't need you to tell me every time. Just, but, like, okay. I need to have that information so that I can make an informed decision about my boundary. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, okay. wait, wait, question really quick. Okay, so when you talk about cheating, you say that cheating is dishonesty. What do you mean by dishonesty? Like, do you mean dishonesty previous... To, like, the action or to the event? Or do you mean after? Because it's, like, okay, so if I know I'm going out with people tonight, right? And I know that someone is going to be there that I'm potentially attracted to. Mm-hmm. Is it dishonest to not tell 
my husband before, like, or is it not dishonest? Or is it dishonest to not tell them after I hang out with them? Like, do you get what I'm saying? It kind of yeah. depends. So, like, I've had situations with partners where, like, we go into the situation. We've gone into the situation since we've been married and since we've been living together, where it's like, hey, I'm okay with you sleeping with other people. I'm okay with whatever, but um, I want you to tell me if you want to bring them to our house. Because, like, I don't want to be there for that. Or it's like, hey, I I tell him beforehand, hey, I'm going to come home tonight. And so if I call him or he calls me and he's like, hey, I'm having a really great time with this person. I really want to continue the conversation or I want to continue my time with them. Is it okay if I don't come home tonight? Like, that's the point. So it's like where you... you Previous agreements can change as long as the other person consents. So you mean, like, asking first and just making sure it's okay? Yeah, but, like, maybe, like, and the other thing is, like, maybe I go on a date. I'm going on a date with someone. It's my third date with someone, and I really like them. And I'm like, hey, I don't know if it's going to be physical. I don't know if we're just going to hang out. I don't know if we're going to get drinks. I don't know. Like, but I know I'm going to go spend time with this person. And so I'll say beforehand, like, hey, I'm going to go spend time with this person. I don't know what it's going to turn into. Just FYI, like, pretty much anything is on the table with me. Like, I might not be home tonight is the kind of thing you're, like, preparing him for. So just being But then I'll tell him, like, hey, I'm coming home or hey, I'm not. And that comes with the part of, like, him being my, like, nesting partner. I want to know. It's just knowing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just knowing what's going on. Yeah. Because there is a, there is a, and so, like, that, that's our level is, like, hey, I'm going to go do this and do this or like, Hey, I'm going to go do this and do this. Mm -hmm. And so they're like expecting me at a certain time because you don't want to leave the other person hanging. So it's not like asking for permission. It's just like letting them know what you are planning on doing. Yeah. 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 It's about communicating, but also any relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It's about communicating, but it's also about like understanding that person's boundaries. But if he had said like, yo, I'm sorry, but that really terrifies me. Like I love you so much. And I'm afraid. I wish I could give you that, but I can't. Like, he was super sweet about it. He understood where you're coming from, but he just didn't feel comfortable. At that point, do you think you would have been like, okay, it's fine. Like, let's go back to what we're doing. Or you would have ended it. I don't know that I would have ended it immediately. Because, like, I wouldn't want to say, like, hey, you've had had 24 hours to think about this. I want to end it. Right. Because, like, I think for me, it took a long time for me to be like, oh, yeah, this is something I wanted to do. And so right. when I had the conversation initially, I said, you don't, I don't need an answer tonight. I don't need your thoughts. I'm just telling you. And I think that leads into our conversation is a couple of months later, he moved before I did. Yeah. And to the East Coast. So you guys were like far apart. Mm-hmm, yeah. For a couple of months and for half a year. And a couple of months, half, half a year, a year. <laughs> six months. Okay. Um, but I think that was something that we talked about was, Hey, if this is something you don't want to do, I'm open to that, but I want to know how you feel. And I think he was like, well, I'm okay with you doing whatever. And I was like, okay, well, like, that's good. Like, I'm going to keep you in the loop on where I'm at, at what's going on. Like, I want you to be involved in the conversation. At that point, were you also still figuring out how you felt about it? Or were you pretty sure how you felt about it? Mm-mm, no, okay. I wasn't pretty sure. I was, it was a desire. Yeah. And, and you had no an- idea where it would take you. While he was deciding, you were already considering it like an open relationship yes yes and he was considering like it open also but he wasn't pursuing anything yes okay he wasn't ready to do something personally but he was okay with the idea of me doing yeah other things and that made me feel a little bit guilty and so in that time frame I didn't really pursue anything because I was like I only want this if we both have it yeah because I don't want there to be like and I think this is a conversation I had with other partners like I I don't want to be the villain in anybody's story. Right. I want you and want it to be your choice and I want it to be what you want to do. And I never want you to feel like I forced you into anything. And that's so big for me Mm -hmm. because I never want anybody to feel like I made them. I put them in this situation. Like I want it to be your choice and I want to be upfront about where I'm at and what my personal opinions are about it because I don't want you to ever feel like, oh, well I was with you and you told me this is the conditions of being with you and you're just dealing with it. Like, I want it to be your choice. Mm-hmm. And I want right. to give all the information so that they can make that choice. 
you don't want to be like, okay, these are my, like, boundaries and these are my rules. And then if you don't follow them, I can't be with you. Yeah. We got married and we moved to the East Coast. And I think the East Coast is a new chapter that was, like, completely different and new. And I think that was a huge turning point for us. Mm -hmm. And what our life looks like pre- Pre us, pre East Coast and post East Coast is like mind blowing. Yeah. Okay. So just to like wrap up the timeline and you correct me, like jump in if I'm wrong. So you have this conversation a year from now where you're like, I think I want to be open. Mm-hmm. He waited till May and he was like, you know what? Like, well, at first he was like, you do your thing. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with it. You mm-hmm. kind of waited. Mm-hmm. But then in May, you both decided we're both going to pursue other things yeah. while we're pursuing each other. Mm-hmm. And then later that year, you got married. Mm-hmm. Wow. And all of this happened while you guys were, he was East Coast. You were? Midwest. Yeah. Okay. Panhandle and- of Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so then after that, you guys had your wedding and then you pretty much immediately moved up here correct a little bit after a little bit after wedding okay and so after that things started to like really dive in but up until that it was kind of like that was the introduction of dating apps and that's oh um, the the argument before that was everything needed to be organic okay and once we moved up here we're like we don't fucking know anybody like yeah so things just like essentially blew up once you got to the east coast yeah things became a little bit different and there are a lot of adventures and experiences that ensued from that. Okay, this is actually going to be a two-part episode, so we have not even gotten into the thick of it. Dolly, you have another reacting story for us. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, I'm so excited. I think Me too. I went on... Wait, do I already know this story? Yes, you do. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, so there was somebody <laughs> before I moved out here that I met, and... We had talked, like, a couple of times, and we had mutual friends, and I was This really, was before your marriage, also? Before I was married, okay. after I was engaged, um, and I was really open about the fact that I was engaged. Like, I wore my ring, like, there was no... Right. There was no dishonesty about it. But I met someone, um, they were like, let's hang out, let's whatever. We were talking, and he's like, you're engaged, this totally isn't cool, because I'm, like, from the fucking Midwest, and I was like, no, like, it's totally cool if you're cool with it, but I don't want you to be not cool with it. And he's like, well... I think I'm cool with it. Actually. So he's he's like, that's home. not cool. Actually, never mind. I am cool with it. <laughs> we kissed We kissed at the bar. He took me home. Go back to his house. Walk in. Walk in. He has a dog. Oh, super cute. Oh, God. Dog's super cute. Walk into his bedroom. And the bed is... I'm allergic to dogs. I'm allergic to animals. Um, the bed is covered in a layer of dog hair. Ew. Stop. What, what Wait, what do you mean? Like, you could see it. Oh, yeah. Wait, but I mean, do you mean covered like he made a blanket out of it? Or like he literally is just like he's dirty? He's dirty. Wait, oh, okay, okay. No. But like what color? White. Wait, what color is <sighs> sheets? Gray. Oh, like a dark see gray? It, like high contrast. So you just see it all. Oh, it's really obvious. Oh. And he doesn't have a door on his bathroom. Does he have roommate? Oh, on his bathroom? He owns the house. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but there's a bathroom, like, in the house, and there's also a bathroom connected to his bedroom, but there's no fucking door is on it. Is he renovating right now, or what the fuck is up with that? I don't know. We didn't get into it. doors. Ugh. We didn't get into And the dogs it. against doors. <laughs> so, like, I am, I'm, like, I'm, like, okay, like, whatever, like, I was, like, thinking to myself, like, I can't fuck in this bed. Ew, no, you're going to get dog hair in your vag. Wait, what? That's, yeah. uh, That's yeah, like an infection. infection. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I was like, I can't, like, I can't. And so I was like, oh, there's like, I'm really allergic to dogs. I remember I told him that. And he was like, it's okay, we can go to the basement. So we go to the basement. And like his like, dog's not allowed there? Well, Is that like his sex dungeon? No, it wasn't. It was just like a normal basement. <laughs> no dogs allowed. It was just like a normal living room in a basement. And like we were whatever. Dirty dogs only. We start like, we start like making out and like clothes come off and whatever. And, and whatever. Whatever. And we're like fucking he's like, or whatever. He's like, we should have sex. And I was like, do you have a condom? And he was like, no, I don't have a condom. And I was like, okay, well, we can't fuck. Yeah. Like, and he's like, how about we just cuddle in bed? And yeah, I'm with like. With the dog. With the dog. Dog hair. So we lay in the bed. Oh, no. We lay in the bed, and I'm laying there, like, just, like, super <gasps> fucked up. Oh. I'm so fucked up. I'm laying there in the bed, and I, And did like, you just say you were allergic to dogs, too? I'm super well, the good thing is, like, since you have blonde hair, like, the white dog hair wouldn't even show up on yours, so you're fine, dude. Yeah, so it's totally <laughs> so. My all black outfit did not agree with that sentiment, but... <laughs> 
But no, we're laying there and I'm like laying there. I remember I'm just like contemplating my life. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing right now? And oh he's God. like, no, it's super cool. Like, let's just cuddle. And I remember That's I like, cool. I barely slept that night. I fall asleep because I'm fucked out of my mind. Um, but not literally because you were. I was not Because no yeah. condoms. Because no condoms. That's <laughs> good though. Yeah. Um, so I get up the next morning. I don't know where I am. Oh, like, shit. I mean, like, I know I'm at his house, yeah, yeah. but I don't know where that is. Okay, okay. Like, relative oh, to, yeah, like... Yeah. So, relative to the entire panhandle of Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. Like, go back to my house, get dressed, go back to my house, whatever. I walk up to my house, I go to open the door, and I'm like, I reach in my back pocket, and I'm like, <gasps> oh, fuck. I don't have my keys. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, shit, 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 shit. Um, so I have a couple roommates. One of my roommates works second shift. He has a dog. And so I'm literally, like, banging on all the windows to get the dog to bark loudly enough to wake up my roommate. I call my roommate, like, a bunch of times. He doesn't answer. Finally, the dog barks loud enough. And my roommate comes to the door, and he's like, what's going on? I was like, hey, so sorry. Kind of, like, you know, made some decisions. Um, (laughs) Could I borrow your car for a minute? So I borrow the car, look at where I lifted from, go back. I know, personally, like, fuck, I probably left my keys in his car, like so I tried to call him a bunch of times he doesn't answer originally oh I like God. asked him to bring my keys he didn't answer and so I'm like at his house I see my keys in his car oh. his car is locked so I'm just like okay I'm standing in front of his door like he's not answering. at least you see he's your keys and you know where they are I know where they are mm-hmm. and so I'm like fuck 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 what do I do and I was like I'm just gonna try to walk into his house yeah. so I try to walk in, the door's open, I walk in, his cute ass dog fucking greets me. Oh, you're like, hey kitty. And then like I walk into <laughs> his bedroom. Like, time see <laughs> and I look around and I'm like trying to find his keys so I can get into his car so that I can get back into my car. And at this point, like I had gone home for a minute and so I'm like dressed in like my work outfit. So I'm like oh, I'm wearing okay. a dress and like heels and like whatever. Look all professional with your yeah, blonde yeah, hair. Yeah. yeah, with my blonde hair. Your pale skin. Yeah, very pale. Very pale. Like need I need start... to tan a lot. Honestly, like that's no so offense, sad. But, but you, should, you honestly you did, yeah. Yeah, so it's I'm so, so conscious about my body. Um, so I'm like, hey, can I borrow your keys? And he's like, oh yeah. Like he wakes up a little bit and he's like, sure. So I grab his keys. He like throws the keys. He's like, I well, go... you want my car, sure, babe. <laughs> <laughs> so I grab his keys. I go out to his car. I get my keys. I come back out, back to his room, and I give him his, his keys. And he's like, hey, so like maybe we can do this again, like sometime soon. And I literally like finger gun him. And I'm like, hey, um, I'm finger gunning right now. I'm like, hey. It's so um, uncomfortable. I'm cringing. What if we don't do this again? You said that? Because he said we should do this again? He's like, maybe we can do this again sometime. I said, hey, um, like, this is nice, but I'll see you around. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Thanks for the keys. And I get out. I I walk out. And I, like, snapshot him once, like, two months later, but I never talked to him again. Uh, so the question is, was all of that bad enough to um, never see him again? Yeah, 100%. The dog hair j- alone. The dog hair is bad, but, okay, I mean, with all the context that you gave, so you said, like, he was never, to you, like, someone that you wanted to date, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's doesn't No, matter. he would never be okay with it. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't matter that it's like, yeah, you're never going to see him no, again. No. And, like, who the but, fuck like, takes Even if home? you weren't in the situation that I was in, would that be enough to be like, fuck, no, I'm not going back to that no, like, house? No, like, if you're in a, like, you're single or whatever, and you miss yeah. that, and you see all the dog hair on those gray sheets, hell no. I mean, like, I have a dog, and she sheds. But not like that, dude. Like, clean your bunny. Like, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. like, a layer. Like, no, no, no. And you're and allergic? No, no, no. I think it's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. There's no bathroom door! And I'm just... No, like, yeah, okay, I can't poo too. in there either. And that really triggers me, because I poo every morning. <laughs> first thing. I'm not joking. It's 9 a.m. for me. If I'm trying to seriously date, those things are deal breakers for me. Because I'm like, he's a grown man. He's not taking... He, does he ever wash his bedding? Oh, does he get oh. his dog groomed? Like, you you chose to have a dog. You're not taking care of it if it's shedding that much I know! Bed. And then it's like, the bathroom door thing. I'm like, take care of your fucking house. Like, you own yeah, this house, fucking no, take care of it. So, like, that's why I was like, is he going through a renovation? Maybe he can't afford a door. It was, like, a one-night stand, and I truly was like, he's so hot. I'd just be like, me he next time. So there was no one-night stand because she didn't even have sex with him. No, no, so but if I was... We didn't even... It wasn't... There was, like, but very minimal sexual touching. That was your one goal, right? Like, you yeah. just wanted to I mean, sleep she has a lot of Well, I mean, like, I got along with him really well, so it wasn't just like, oh, fuck, I want to fuck you. Like, I need yeah. to have a dick in me. Like, it was <laughs> more like, no, like, you're cool, and I've had fun talking yeah. to you, and, like, whatever. And, like, let's like, go we'll just up. see what happens, yeah. Yeah. You weren't overreacting. 
Like, never wanted no, to talk to No, I don't think she was overreacting. Like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, personally, like, if that was truly a goal of mine to, like, hook up with him, maybe I would have, like, tried to bring him back with me to but, my Yeah, place. but she was kind of over at that point. After everything she had been through that night. If was, you like, woke a, up the next yeah. morning covered in dog hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had I, to like, fucking walk, wake a, up covered in dog walk hair. of shame in a lift minivan with a 60-year-old man. Okay. No, <laughs> dude, no. That's a lot. Yeah, you went through a lot. Again. And all that for what? Like to not even have sex? <laughs> you didn't even no. get to fuck. No, no, no. So we're gonna read another review today, and it said, "This podcast makes my day on Mondays. I can't wait for more." It's from Carol K. Carol CP, and the title is "Love It." Five stars, baby. Five stars. Thank you, Carol. That's a kind of funny because that's What's your mom's Carol? name. Oh. oh, Bishop Carol. Yeah. Like Don't you know someone from my Bishop mom's Carol? name isn't spelled like that. Oh, okay. Well, it's still the same syllables. Okay, but don't you know someone from Bishop Carroll? Nah, never met anyone. Oh. All right. Anyway, so guys, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to send us your stories to overreactingpodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at overreactingpodcast. And tune in next week to listen to the rest of our special friend Dolly, our special guest. Talk Part about- two, talking about open relationships, or sorry, ethically non-monogamous relationships. Yes, and this time we got in a lot into a lot of the background and how she brought it up. Next week we're going to talk more about the relationships she has with her other partners. And her husband and like their current status. Status, yes. Okay, me, until then, me and Gabby are going to go try and convince our husbands that we want to be um, in open relationships. <laughs>